0: Welcome back to Friar Talk, everyone. Today, we're going to do a little farm system update. And of course, we're going to be talking about Ethan Solis first. Um, title of this video, Ethan Solis will be the Padres' number one prospect by the end of the season. And I feel like this is maybe was a little bit far-fetched early on. You know, 16-year-old catcher, I want to say just turned 17 years old. But he's at Lake Elsinore already at 17 years old. And I don't want to say he's had any like crazy success. But he's hanging in at 17 years old, already doing this stuff. And every time you hear his name, he gets hyped up like crazy. He is he is going to be the main guy in this Padres farm system. And there's some other pieces too that we're going to talk about because for how, however much everyone wants to talk about the Padres farm system getting gutted, um, there's a lot of guys that are performing well, especially on the pitching end in this system. But Isaac, first off, Ethan Solis, how excited about you are you about this guy and him being 17 years old playing at Lake Elsinore, which is just that's a ball. What what do you think about it?
1: Obviously, it's a lot of fun to consider. You know, we actually have a catcher that is looks like he's going to really be really good because we had Austin Hedges who wasn't that good. Francisco Mejia didn't end up being that good. Um, obviously we have a black hole at catcher right now, Austin Nola. Uh, Luis Camposano is dealing with some developmental problems and injury problems. Uh, Gary Sanchez came in to be our savior, but Ethan Salas is definitely more down the road, probably like 19, 20 years old. Um, This past week in Elsinore, he had a 945 OPS. Uh, He had two doubles. He had seven walks. So amazing plate discipline, clearly. Uh, Everything I've seen about him says that he looks the part of like a a top prospect in an organization, like a top five prospect. And hopefully we're looking at like our version of like an Adley Rutschman, where he comes in and becomes one of the top five catchers in all of baseball. Adley Rutschman probably is the best catcher in all of baseball. I'm not asking for that, Um, but top five, hopefully in the future. Um, He, everything I've seen, even on Twitter, the videos of his plate appearances, um, he definitely looks the part of a guy that everyone's going to be excited about in the future. Um, Even right now, all the guys that cover the, the Padres minor league system, everyone's very excited about them. If you want more information when it comes to these Padres minor leaguers, go look at madfriars.com. Um, that's what I'm looking at because I'm not too knowledgeable about these prospects, but Ethan Salas is definitely a guy that I'm going to be keeping track of because I think I think Matt and I are both on board that we think he's going to be the top prospect in the Padres organization after this year. He's probably going to be a top 5 top 10 prospect in all of baseball um here soon.
0: 100% and it's just interesting too when you look at a guy that young and you're like dude like this is crazy. It's also funny cuz his his ETA is supposed to be 2028 and it feels like the expectation is that it's going to be before that. It's going to be like 2026 or 2027, which is Crazy and especially for a catcher because usually catchers are a little bit later. Um, so feels like he's kind of stepped in this role and he's already he's already playing, so that's that's pretty nuts. Um, also in Lake Elsinore, you got Robbie Snelling, who has been an absolute monster so far this year in 41 innings. The dude has a 1 3 ERA and has struck out 48 guys, um, barely over a one whip at 101. And he has 48 strikeouts to 12 walks. So basically, he is putting up video game numbers. Um, Snelling was a high draft pick. Uh, I, I don't want to say what two years ago, a year ago, um, he was drafted 39th um, in 20 in last year. So he has come in and immediately been playing really well. Um, I wonder if he ends up getting called up to uh, to Fort Wayne uh, or. I mean, I probably just Fort Wayne at this, this year, I don't think he would go any higher, but I think the expectation that him going up to Fort Wayne could easily happen, uh, which would be high. Um, And then another guy, another big name in a ball as well. Like Elsinore is kind of a little bit star studded in terms of prospects there. Um, Samuel Zavala, who he's a little bit older than these other guys. I mean, I mean, not really older. He's just been in the system for a little bit longer, but he's 18 years old, super young as well right now, putting up pretty solid numbers mid700s OPS, um, really good lefty bat there, potentially could be a you know a, a corner outfielder, center fielder of the future. once again, he's a few years down the road, but his ETA, his ETA, only being 18 years old is supposed to be in two to three years. So another super young guy, all these you got three teenagers right here um, that are showing a lot of potential. So in terms of of Snelling and Zavala Isaac, What are you looking into them? Are you just kind of hoping they progress and keep moving up the farm at this point? Because, I mean, Robbie Stelling's numbers are absurd so far.
1: Yeah, he has a 1-2-3 ERA, I believe, uh, from what I've seen. That's the lowest in the Cal League. Um, Yeah, he looks fantastic. He's striking out a lot of guys. Um, I believe it's like 91%. 91%, He's stranded 91% of guys that that have gotten on base against him. So strike numbers are really high. stuff seems like it's pretty good and um just gonna keep hoping that 91 stranded is definitely not sustainable but um it's a sign of things like you know it's a good sign seeing that he's able to to deal with that that kind of pressure and um have the stuff to be able to strike out multiple guys at a time in big spots uh so just gonna keep hoping that the strikeout numbers um are for real like they're a real thing like he's that good at striking guys out as far as, as far as Zavala goes, um, I believe in the month of May, he had a 840 OPS, something like that. He had 282. He looked good in the month of May. Um, that's going to be a guy that uh, I know he has a lot of eyes on him right now in terms of the Padres farm system. Um, he doesn't really get talked about a lot when it comes to like, oh, the top 100 or anything like that. I don't even know if he's in the top 100. Um, someone let me know if, if you do know, but... Um, that's going to be a guy that we're hoping if he's not in the top 100 now, he's going to be soon. He's going to be a building block for this Padres farm system in terms of uh, hopefully a player in the future, but also Padres are going to be looking to create some trade bait because they traded a lot of their trade bait for Juan Soto. So maybe this guy could be someone that we're talking about in a, in a future trade.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And just going, going back to Snelling a little bit, just cause I feel like he's, been one of the more hyped up guys i mean his stuff he throws mid to mid fast mid 90s fastball gets up to like 97 uh he actually almost went to college to be a two-sport athlete he played football too he's a linebacker and a quarterback in high school so i mean i, I don't know how much it really matters but i always think it's cool when a guy's like a multi-sport athlete it's like just like an absolute beast or whatever he does uh but dude he's a he looks like he could be potentially a front to, to mid end starter and just kind of how he's been projected. Everything has been really positive um, since he's been drafted. Now moving up the farm a little bit into Fort Wayne uh, guys. I want to go over Jackson Merrill, of course your number one prospect there. Um, Adam Mazur, Adam Mazur also been really, really good. Um, Victor Lizarraga uh, hasn't been quite as good, but he's 19 years old playing in high a. So that makes sense. And then another guy that, that we've talked about quite a bit in the past. He's been in the potteries farm for since, since 2018, you know, went through all COVID and stuff, but catcher Brandon Valenzuela has started to tear the cover off of the baseball, which is really encouraging. Um, I'll start with him too. And then we'll go back around. Um, But Brandon Valenzuela last year, he played in Fort Wayne the whole season. He posted a two Oh nine batting average with a 682 OPS um, that was in 345 at bats this year. He is hitting over 300 and is just below a 900 OPS at a 887, And that's in 109 at bat. So Brandon Valenzuela is a little bit older. He's 22 years old. I, I think he needs to get moved up to double a AA or triple a soon because he's a guy that's probably going to end up being, getting an opportunity on this Padres team in the next couple of years, just because his ETA is 2024. I, I don't think he's, Probably not going to get called up unless he, maybe he's a September call up that year. But 2025 seems pretty realistic for him, and he he's kind of been hyped up a lot in the past. So it's good that he's having this bounce back year. Um, now going up to the other guys, uh, Adam Mazur been a monster as well. Now he was the next draft pick, so he was picked 53rd overall in last year's draft. So he was the next guy taken. Um, uh, he's a little bit older. He played in college. Uh, I want to say he went to. What is he South Dakota State? I forget where he went. Um, but he has a sub two ERA, thirty seven innings. He's looked pretty good. Doesn't strike out quite as many guys as um as a uh, Jesus Robbie Snelling strikes out, but overall he has like a pretty consistent mix. There was a fastball, curveball, has a really good slider, changeup, and he's just overall pretty consistent pitcher. Um, so he's a guy that is you know a college arm that you want to see him come up soon chase isn't on with us today but chase has been trying to say over and over we need to start getting college arms we need to start getting college arms because we need guys to come up quicker and like not like it's a bad thing to go over like high profile arms but we need some of these college arms to come in and immediately kind of move their way up the farm system he can move up the farm system even this only being you know his first year in like or i guess first and a half year last year being with this team he could end up moving up pretty quickly so encouraging that he started out the season well, because maybe he's in double A by the end of the year. And then in a couple of years, he's in the, in the league already. Uh, ETA is 2025 as well. Um, Victor Lizaraga, uh, he's struggling a little bit, almost has a five ERA, 36 innings pitched thing with him is that he's, you know, he's a guy that you're kind of moving him up kind of fast. He was in rookie ball in 2021, like Elsinore 2022. Now he's in, in uh, Fort Wayne and high A this year. So we'll kind of keep an eye on him. Uh, Gil, who's uh, one of our, our big time listeners, loves Victor Lizar- Lizaraga. So hopefully, we see some positive stuff from him. And then right now, I, I feel like this doesn't get talked about as much just because, you know, everyone's got their eyes on the big league club and, you know, the Padres trade a lot of their farm system. But Jackson Merrill, the number one prospect in the farm system, has been struggling quite a bit. And if you go and look at his game logs, very, very up and down, he'll have a couple, you know, a couple games where he has. Eight, nine at bats doesn't register a hit, and then he'll go four or five or three or six or something like that. And he'll start hitting really well. But over the course of this season so far, uh, in 191 at bats, he's hitting 257 with a 683 uh, OPS and his slugging's below 400. So that's the big question is because he's a guy that hits it all around. You know, he's able to go opposite field pretty well, but I think there are some power question marks with him now. His overall grades, he has a 55 power grade, so it is positive. But I think that is going to be the biggest question with him moving up the system to kind of see how good can he be. But Isaac, those four guys, who kind of stands out? What are you thinking on on those four guys in uh, Fort Wayne where I'm I'm rocking the 10 caps hat right now?
1: Yeah, the, the guy everyone's probably going to want to hear about, talk about, is going to be Jackson Merrill just because he is the top prospect for the Padres. Uh, He had a pretty good week this past week. He had a 905 OPS, a few home runs here and there. Uh, I think they played six games this past week. So um, apparently he looked pretty good. But like you said, he has been up and down. There's a lot of power question marks. Um, Apparently he does hit a lot of ground balls, which is not what you want to hear when you're a Padres fan, because we've had a guy that hits a lot of ground balls. And it's one of the most frustrating things um, to just pound the ball to the second baseman. But we're kind of, he's still super young. Um, we need to get him to hit the ball in the air a lot more. We need to get him to hit those, to be a gap-to-gap hitter, to get the balls to the warning track. And I, I don't know if I'm confident the Padres will be able to do that, but I'm sure that there is an organization out there that will be able to do that for him. Um, but as far as him being in the Padres organization, we're going to have to hope that they are able to get him to do that because what would you say, like a 257 average? That's not horrible. That's not that bad. Um maybe in the minors especially as a top prospect it definitely should be higher but a 680 ops it i mean i, I don't want to be harsh i hate being i hate being that person on like a minor league and still trying to develop but 683 ops i i just i that's not going to really cut it when it comes to a top prospect in high a um and this is kind of why and this is a knock on Jackson, jackson Merrill. he's still going to be a top two top three prospect for the padres but It's why we think ethan salas is going to be the number one prospect at the end of the day because he got he has all this hype and he looks really good so far um and we think he's going to live up to it so we do think he will be number one but jackson merrill being number two is it's not a bad thing it's it's getting knocked out of a spot where everyone says a phenom um should be a phenom will be the number one prospect in any uh farm system so that being ethan salas but Jackson Merrill luckily had a good week, a 905 OPS this past week, and and uh, we're hoping that he's able to keep that up as, as we go, because whether it be uh, developing him and, and putting him on a big league roster, or we know AJ Preller might think he's fighting for his job, so um, packaging him might not be the worst thing either, but um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing his journey, because I, I am a fan of Jackson Merrill for sure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and i do think it's interesting just like what you're bringing up about Jackson hitting a lot of ground balls there have been some power question marks and also do want to say yeah don't want to be ripping this dude that much I and mean, he's basically I, I, he's younger than us which is crazy like he, he's he's younger than us so i never want to rev on the prospects and i don't really want it to come across that way but it's just like all right if you're going to evaluate him you're going to evaluate him um but it seems awfully similar to Robert Hassel the way that he was described the question marks there and I don't know how well anyone's kept up with Robert Assel, but he's been bad for the Nationals. He has not put up numbers. He's put up a low 600 OPS. I think he's in Double A now. He might, yeah, he's in Double A now, and he struggled. And then, meanwhile, you got James Wood, who looks like the ne- like a next you know superstar outfielder because he had more tools, because he had more power. Like it was more of the tools, and didn't hit ground balls as much. Robert Hassel and Jackson Murrow were very similar prospects in just in terms of the swing, in terms of, oh, they're a lefty kind of contact bat that can, you know, hit all across the field, but they're not going to wow you with power. They're not going to, you know, they're not going to be the style of player. They're a little bit more similar. So I do find it very interesting that we've almost seen them kind of have the same trend throughout their, far- their farm system careers. Um, but hopefully he continues to ride the hot streak, kind of gets going again because, Having a 55 power grade isn't bad. It's just that those question marks have kind of started to ri- like arise this year. Um, so those are the big ones there. But uh, I feel like besides those guys, a couple of their names to mention. Eggy um, Rosario just came back. Uh, he's playing in AAA. Uh, and he's a guy that if someone goes down, if they don't, if Odora kind of starts falling apart or something, Aggie Rosario is the next man up in that minor league system. And if he wouldn't have got, got hurt, he very likely would have broke camp with, with the MLB team, with the Padres team. Um, so see how he looks in minor league coming after. I honestly they like broke his leg. I think he broke his leg. Um, but he's back now. So he's only had he's only played in one game. So hopefully he looks good and everything like that. Uh Jay Groom, Jay Groom is playing in El Paso. He has got absolutely rocked this season. He has over a nine ERA in 57 innings. I don't know how much you want to credit that to playing on the moon, um, but it's been really bad so far for him. Joshua Mears, a name that everyone wants to talk about. He is still putting up the same Joey Gallo stat line that he's been putting up in the minor leagues this entire time. Tons of power, strikes out like half the time. Same situation with him. Um, Jackson Wolf, lefty in double A. He's put up pretty decent numbers, and he's a guy that could potentially come, kind of be a a Reese Kinnear type call up, uh, maybe this season or next season where he comes in and kind of spot starts and does some stuff like that. Um, but another name to kind of mention cause he could be up on this, on this major league team somewhat soon. And then another guy we'll bring up that could easily come up as a bullpen arm at some point this year or next year is Alec Jacob. Who's a righty. He has a super weird arm angle, but in 19 innings so far this year at in San Antonio, uh, He's put up a 0.93 ERA. He has been an absolute beast. And the previous couple seasons, he put up good numbers as well. So super weird arm angle, kind of a funky reliever there. He couldn't end up, we couldn't have seen seeing him kind of relatively soon. But Isaac, outside of those guys, anyone else that you're kind of looking at in this farm system? Anyone that caught your eye?
1: No, not really. Um... Like I said, I don't know. I don't know a crazy amount about the farm system. I mostly just keep up with the top guys, but um, those are going to be the guys that I keep keeping up with: Salas, Zavala, Merrill, um, Snelling. Those guys are going to be the main ones that I keep up with. And um, as far as the rest go, um, I I just it's it's not that I don't want to keep up with them. Is that the Padres don't really have a track record of making a mid-level prospect into a star you know so i just i just don't want to invest too much time into into someone that um might not end up panning out for the padres um but it wasn't really the case last year with like like victor acosta um we felt like he was gonna end up being a top five prospect for the padres he was just super young so he was a mid-level prospect at the time uh in case you didn't know he got traded for um shoot what yeah brandon drury um So that's unfortunate. We really liked him. But uh, as far as any other names, no, no no one's really catching my eye. Um, Yeah, so I I wish nothing but the best for them, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I think it's going to do it, guys. We we haven't done one of these in a little bit. So if there's anyone that we missed or anyone that you're looking at, you're like, dude, this guy's actually kind of flying up the system, kind of an underrated name, whatever that is let us know and we will definitely discuss him next time we do a little update on the farm system. But I think that's going to do it. So thank you all for listening and we'll talk to y'all very, very soon.